0: This is a Federal News Network podcast. It takes a lot of commercial suppliers to keep naval aviation going creative use of companies can enhance both the mission and the vendors. My next guest has won a coveted prize from the Small Business Administration known as a Tibbets Award for his work in support of the Small Business Innovation Research and the Small Business Technology Transfer Programs. He's a Senior Technology Program Manager at the Naval Air Warfare Center Aircraft Division in Patuxent River, Maryland, Tony Brescia. Mr. Brescia, good to have you on. Thank you, Tom. Tell us about your work. You're a senior program manager, and you have to do with naval warfare. (laughs) Tell us more.
1: I'm currently within NOC-AD. I'm the uh, avionics engineering science and technology domain lead, which covers, as part of the avionics engineering group, is avionics, sensors, and electronic warfare. So these are all of the uh, subcomponents that go on military aircraft, supporting both Naval Aviation, which is both Navy and Marine Corps uh, aircraft.
0: And you also support both manned and unmanned aircraft.
1: Yes, that's correct. Within the department, it's all the sensors that are on the uh, small unmanned air systems. Uh, We also do unmanned surface vehicles and uh, and then from manned platforms uh, as well
0: and is it primarily an acquisition job that is to say the navy has a requirement for some piece of avionics or sensor electronics and then you have to source it
1: well from the science and technology perspective it's not necessarily the acquisition that's done on the nav air side of the house which are the program offices like the various PMAs within the organization of uh, science and technology is mainly working with, like, ONR, DARPA, SOCOM, the Warfighter, and looking at what new technologies are to bring the concepts to fruition that are then picked up by the uh, program offices.
0: Okay, so you're a program office, so you're the one that helps bring those developments to fruition.
1: Not necessarily. The program office, there isn't a science and technology program office per se. The way the SBIR and STTR program works is that you have engineers and scientists that actually submit topics into the program that are then selected by the program offices and the command to support the work that they're doing. So it's filling in technology gaps within the major program offices and kind of being the incubator, if you would, of new concepts. So in, not in all cases does science and technology uh, come to fruition. It answers questions, and they might be, yes, it works, or no, it doesn't, or we might need to do a little bit more work. So you kinda, it's kind of a reiterative process.
0: Well, give us an example of a program, of a technology that came to fruition and is in use under this methodology.
1: The most recent one is the uh, system called SilverFox, which started out in probably about 1999 or so. started out as a um, SBIR that was looking at the ability to do swarming algorithms. So part of the components of that was one was to work on the swarming algorithms. The second part was to come up with an autopilot to uh, actually implement those, and then the air vehicle so all of that was coming together in the early 2000s timeframe, and from that came the uh, Silver Fox UAS, and then there's an autopilot that's called CloudCap, which is the uh, gold standard for autopilots. That then uh, was transitioned to the uh, Navy warfighter in Iraq and Afghanistan in uh, 2007, and it's still currently being flown you know, with the uh, U.S. Air Force and uh,
0: SOCOM. So it sounds like you have even some influence and ability to affect other branches besides the Navy.
1: Yes, absolutely. Within the SBIR program, you actually have the cross-pollination between the services. In a lot of cases, what you do is you are able to work with the other services and take on their um, requirements or their expectations and try to incorporate that in so you actually allow the small business to have a larger commercialization uh, component to their um, product line in their company.
0: We're speaking with Tony Brescia. He's Advanced Program Manager at the Naval Air Warfare Center Aircraft Division and also a recipient of the SBA Tibbetts Award. And so you've had a lot of contact over the years. I mean, your award citation said you have done dozens, I think, of these types of projects. How do you stay in touch with that base of possible technology vendors such that you know where to begin to look when you have a requirement or or people are looking for some new development?
1: Well, one of the uh, easiest ones today with the um, ability of all the search engines, you can do Google searches and look in specific technology areas, reading uh, scientific journals, and also uh, previously going to uh, conferences to listen to what is the trending technology areas, and then trying to... Then almost be like a cook and take all these ingredients and bring them together to form a, an SBIR topic or an STTR topic, which ties in with the academic community as well. So it, it is basically being a cook. There isn't a, you know, any, other, any other way to do it because you have to have the understanding of what the current state of the art is.
0: Sure. Do you ever get companies come to you and say, hey, pressure we heard you're a good guy to get technology from small business into the government's hands? Do they ever reach out and maybe self-discover for you?
1: Uh, yes. And that's typically approximately every year we have various innovation conferences that are held along with the SBIR program. They're called FST. Some of the ones, FST was also in conjunction with the uh, uh, Sierra Space Expo that was held in you know Washington, D.C., so at those, you're able to then look at what technologies that companies are working on with other agencies, and then you look at how can I adapt that to what the current Navy and Marine Corps are looking for. So, yes, you do have that. And the NAVAIR, we do have an open BAA for uh, companies to submit topics in, so you can use that venue is a way to do it. But the SBIR and STTR program or process itself is a competitive process. So even if a company comes in, it's not a sole source, you know, for a particular technology, you have to evaluate their proposals for them to, um, you know, move forward.
0: It must be satisfying, though, after the whole process is completed and you can look up and see an aircraft or some sort of a moving object that is employing that technology that you helped connect to that platform. That must be good job satisfaction.
1: Yes, that is. And then the flip side to that is that you now have a small business that's actively, uh, you know, contributing to the economy as well. And, you know, not just helping out the military, but in some cases also helping out the uh, private sector as well.
0: And do you ever get tempted to try out the private sector? Because you've been a public servant for, I think, going on 30 years now.
1: Uh, almost 40. <laughs> <Yeah>. um, <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, uh, I'm satisfied with what I'm doing. It, it's a lot of fun on the government side to, uh, you know, to do it. Maybe when I retire, I'll do it, but no, not, not right now, no.
0: Well, we're glad you're on our side. Tony Brescia is Advanced Program Manager for the Naval Air Warfare Center Aircraft Division and recipient of an SBA Tibbetts Award for his work with small business. Thanks so much for joining me.